here's a message from Ken Lavica. The biggest story in sports isn't happening in the U.S. Today it's happening in Europe, where powerful soccer people have made a historic decision that people watch stars over teams. Do they? Coquel, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Monday, Monday, Monday. I just say that because I feel like that's what people have to do at the beginning of the week. Oh, Mondays. He's Chris Coquel, newly minted college football play-by-play analyst. I'm the guy with the name on the show, Ken Levick. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. And the, Coquel- best, the best play-by-play guy on FM in Palm Beach County. Okay. All right. Stations that people listen to, the best college football play-by-play guy. I am not getting into the middle of your verbal sparring with anybody, anyone else in media. Stop rabble-rousing, as they say in the You're business, the other okay? guy in media that I'm sparring at. Uh-huh, yeah. You're taking on a whole other thing, too. I am neutral. I'm just hanging out. Uh, so, Coquel, uh, with uh, with the start of the, um, the week here, the biggest story in sports is coming from Europe. Not the United States, but in Europe. Because we now have a fundamental question that needs to be asked and needs to be answered today. Do you, the sports fan, watch sports more for the stars or for the teams? Do you watch more for star power than you do for loyalty to your team? Let's just put the number out there right now. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. 888-760-3776. Why I ask is because the biggest sports story today is Coquel's Nightmare. It took 11 shows, but finally, Ken Levick Alive is talking soccer. I told you we were going to try to be different. I told you we were going to do things my way, talk about things that interest me, and soccer is one of those things. And Coquel, I warned you that this day was going to come. I didn't know if it was going to be day one. I didn't know if it was going to be June. I didn't know if it was going to be 2024. But 11 shows in, here we are. It's soccer time, buddy. Strap it down. All real sports fans out there listening, don't worry. I'll, I'll bring it back to real sports all the time. Not that game on the pitch and the match and the kits <laughs> and whatever other words uh, he's going to Training. Say. Training is practice. And training. Yeah. And if you're healthy, it's fitness. Okay. <laughs> I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> so. What's the word for that in soccer? The biggest uh, sports that's a, stories. That's a red card, Coquel. The uh. top three sports stories right now. Top three headlines at ESPN.com are all about European soccer. And the reason is mainly a monumental decision has been made and then subsequently revealed. Okay. There have been now 12 teams confirmed to be breaking off into what they're calling their own Super League. Even the most casual of sports fans knows the teams Manchester United, Manchester City, Tottenham Hotspur, Juventus. AC Milan, uh, uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid. So, Coquel, you've heard of the vast majority of those teams I just mentioned. Five of the seven. Yeah, Inter Milan, AC Milan. Um, but 
You've six of the eight. Also of heard the of these stars because in soccer, the way European soccer works, worldwide soccer works, is, hey, if you got the money, you buy the stars. You get all the stars. And it has made soccer extremely lopsided for a long time. The teams with the most money, the most lucrative teams, get all the stars, win all the championships for the most part. So you're talking about in this new Super League, Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Pogba, Sergio Aguero, Mohamed Salah, Harry Kane. So these are these are household names that the majority of sports fans would know. Not ones in their little meatball bubble like you live in. Okay, I watch sports all day. You've heard long. of Messi, right? You've heard of That's Messi. That's it. You've you heard of Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, and then you said something about Kane, Harry Kane, Paul Pogba, Pogba. No, Sergio Aguero. I played Pogs as a kid. I did too. What I was that? Didn't. Slimers? Slimers yeah, is what... Uh, I didn't little, even know how you won. My little brother did. I actually didn't play it, but I wanted to make the joke. Okay, good. Um, but what what basically is happening here, just in layman's terms, okay, is that the teams with the biggest stars have decided, you know what? We're going to go off and do our own thing. And we're going to go make additional money. None of this money is going to trickle down to any other teams in our country, in our leagues, and... Nobody's allowed in. We have the money. We have the stars. We've bought our way in, and we're going here, and we're isolating ourselves, and we're our own exclusive club. They are basically, in its simplest form, saying that people and sponsors want to watch and want to support the stars over loyalty to team. This is what's happening in Europe today, and it is the biggest sports news on the planet. Yeah, but now they'll root for these new teams, right? Are they forming new teams or teams moving into that league? No, it's teams moving into that league. So the but this fans is, of those teams, are, they're still going to root for their team. Right, why why but, are they worried about... Why, if you're running a business, what are you going to worry about the guy down the road for? Because for decades and decades and decades and decades, these leagues have been set up to where, especially since TV money got involved... There's TV rights, and that money trickles down to each team. It makes it more competitive. The way that European soccer is set up, it's merit-based. You win, you move up to different levels, more lucrative levels. You make more money, more prestige. Now, this is going to kill that. That is dead. This is over. How many teams are you supposed to support, though? Like, where's the line? How come they're not supporting the MLS Red Bull? And this is why you, you have a total Americanized, capitalistic view of of sports. You probably love this because what we've done, Americans, Glazers, who own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Crocky, who owns the Rams, who now owns Liverpool uh, Football Club, they've decided the Glazers own Manchester United, by the way, they're going to go over and they're going to make European soccer Americanized. They are going to buy themselves into a league. They are going to market their stars, their team, and everybody else be damned. And that's what we do in this country. So the equivalent to what we're seeing now. What's going to happen to European soccer is if the NBA had the Lakers, the Clippers, the Celtics, the Knicks, the Bulls, the Nets, and the 76ers form their own league. LeBron's in that league. Harden, Kyrie, Durant, Staff, Jimmy Butler, Zion, Kawhi. They break off. No other teams are allowed. No way to make any more additional money. They play in their own playoff, make millions, billions additional dollars. Teams like the Timberwolves, teams like the Heat, teams like the Grizzlies, they don't get any of that trickle-down whatsoever. Separate TV deals, separate endorsement deals, everything. That's what's happened, though, to form these baseball leagues in the NFL and stuff like that. There were other baseball teams, and then the powerhouses took over. That's what I, How do you think the NFL came about? 
The other leagues just couldn't keep up, and it became the NFL, and you have your top teams, and now everyone watches it. And now since I've been hearing since I was like 11 back in 1990 that soccer is going to take over America, soccer is going to take over America, it's next. It's going to be the most popular sport, and it's never moved the needle. Like Every few years I hear this, soccer is going to take over. Now maybe it'll have a shot because the product won't be so watered down across where it's impossible to follow. I can say, oh, let me follow just the best teams. You want to know why American sports suck? They don't. They're awesome. No, they they suck. They're you want awesome. to know why? Because if you do suck in a giving season, you get rewarded for it. You get rewarded with a top draft pick, and that's the biggest BS in sports, period. The concept of you being terrible, finishing worst in your league, like in the NFL, like the Jacksonville Jaguars, and doing so many times purposely in order to get the number one pick, the top star coming out of college, is the most abject, terrible thing in sports in the world, period. What's up, hypocrite? You just said you're worried about the little teams and you don't want it to be top-heavy and powerhouses. Right. Well, that's how they stop. That The whole point of that is for the parity. No, 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 no. The whole point of that is so that the lower division teams, there is incentive to invest in them and to make them winners. So they go up different levels in which European soccer is set up. Fourth division, third division, second division. Then you're in the Premier League. If you use England as the example, that's where the TV money is. That's where the prestige is. You try to merit-based with wins get to these different levels as opposed to just buying your way in. Everybody else be damned and you're screwed over. This American system of sports that we have and the reason that soccer hasn't taken hold in the United States is because there's no relegation. It's because there's no punishment for being abjectly terrible, for being a horrible franchise, terribly run, so, bad team. You get rewarded You want the for Knicks it. out of the So the Knicks should have been taken out of the NBA. They should have been playing in like Grand Rapids, in like some third division basketball league many, many years ago. You know Absolutely. how bad that would be for the sport to take the Knicks out? You know how bad it would be to take the big the Knicks haven't they been stand? anything. The Knicks haven't been anything for but decades. Still the NBA draw. would survive. Go to a Heat game. Go to a Heat game and the Knicks play, even when they're terrible. Then there's still a bunch but of your Knicks anal- fans there. Your analogy doesn't make any sense, though. The Knicks would still exist. They just wouldn't be in the NBA. They would be in a third division basketball and no league. And they'd have to, third division and they'd have to earn their way back in. But but that again, that's wrong. And this is you being so insular. Put them in so the American sports fan, and it drives me absolutely insane. Because in Europe, there are third division, fourth division teams, small little towns. It is basically propped up by communities that have passion. I mean lifelong. I mean in their wills, passed on from generation to generation, passion for these clubs. All they do is give money to these teams, support these teams in the hopes one day they'll be able to play a Manchester United, a Manchester City, experience that greatness, and they do it by winning, by investing, by putting effort, blood, sweat, tears into that club. In the United States, the Jaguars suck, and we say, oh, look, they're tanking. They're tanking, and the fans say, yay, we're tanking. This is great. We're going to go get Trevor Lawrence. I love one in 15 seasons, so we can get the best the, the best player. It's total nonsense. It's garbage, and that's why American sports suck. I don't think you're right about the whole Fans love tanking. I don't think fans really enjoy they it. They embrace it. They, they it. pretend to. I'm a Jets fan. You want to talk about someone who knows about when your team's tanking? I pretended I was loving the tanking this past year. I hated every moment of it, but what am I going to do? Walk around and pretend to be proud so knuckleheads like you can just beat me over the head all the time? No. It gives me something to pretend but to root for. It also doesn't provide any sort of incentive for ownership to break the status quo. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. You as a Jets fan, you should be case in point agreeing with me why 
uh, teams separating, the highest grossing teams, the teams with the stars separating to do their own thing is the worst possible scenario because those teams are going to become stagnant. They're no longer going to be trying to uh, fight for a greater good. And that's what's wrong with this entire thing. This is like baseball. The Yankees, the Angels, the Dodgers, Mets, Cubs, Red Sox, Phillies, they all break away, and with them goes Trout and Betts and Acuna and DeGrom and Tatis, Machado, Abreu, Lindor, Kershaw, all those guys. That's what's happening now with soccer. Do you support your team, or do you support the stars? Because European soccer is making the bet, and this is a billion-dollar industry, and the Champions League, which is the tournament for all European clubs, which, America boy, listen to me, that is the single most lucrative money making tournament in the world. It's the most watched tournament in the world on a year-to-year basis. Nothing in the United States even matches it, and the Champions League is now in danger of being blown up, turning into the NIT. Oh, if it was so powerful, how is it in danger? It's clearly not, because now we're going to watch the Super Friends. Super League. Super League, not the Super Friends, the Super League. They're my but therein lies the problem, because they've decided we're taking our ball and our going home, including teams joining, like Arsenal and Tottenham, who weren't even going to be in the Champions League next year, and they're deciding, well, we have the money, so we're going to do it, so we can manufacture some glory. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Are you into teams? Do you support teams, or do you support stars? How do you watch sports? Because I firmly believe, too, that this is a, a large product of fantasy world as well we play fantasy football we play fantasy baseball we play fantasy basketball we play fantasy soccer we play fantasy nascar what do you get like a thousand points if someone scores a goal I don't know how fantasy soccer works. There can't be too many points. But I don't play fantasy sports because, one, my attention span is zero, and two, I have loyalty to team and not player. And in modern-day sports, I think fans gravitate gravitate towards player as opposed to team. And I find that inherently morally sports wrong. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Leo's in Riviera Beach. Leo, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, Ken, I just want to say congratulations. Thanks, Thanks for taking my call. Congratulations on the new show. Um, it's, you know, if I was in a coma, I still probably would have heard about it because it's just because all the ads, I loved it. But but about <laughs> the soccer thing, uh, <laughs> about the soccer thing, I, I kind of disagree with you. I kind of like the idea of having the draft so that you can promote more parity and having the salary cap so you can promote more parity. At least as me as a Dolphins fan, I know, yeah, we've been bad for 20 years since Marino left and stuff like that, and we've had a couple good years here and there, but the draft is where the hope springs eternal. You know, if we couldn't have got Tua, if we couldn't have got all these players um, through the draft, um, I, don't know how, I don't know how the Dolphins would get better. And I think that soccer, if they're taking all these pages out of the American playbook, soccer needs to institute these salary caps. When, when you can have a Yankees of every country separating themselves and going to play it, it it just doesn't make it just doesn't make any sense and it's kind of like I don't even want to watch the players because the thing that I love about soccer is that you can have a, a, a Leicester City you know you can have but you want to know what um, Leicester City t- did to get to that point though is they invested money 
in that team instead of tanking and hoping hey, for that good they were going to get young good players they decided to make an effort because the status quo wasn't working because that they there was effort put into it to raise them from a third division club to a second division club in the championship all the way to the premier league and then once they got there they were able to put themselves in a position to compete for the top four that's the point not sucking and fans saying oh well this is just a a, a totally washed year and the team saying well still buy tickets and still put money into us and we're going to be one in 15 but it's okay that's inherently wrong leo that that part may be wrong but the part that where where you can know okay next year we may have a chance this we're going to have a chance when when i when if i'm say say if i'm uh parma in italy a club in italy i know i'm never having a chance to ever raise italy's first division cup because I don't have the money. We need there needs to be a, a somewhat of a cap, or there needs to be somewhat rules where the players just can't transfer every year. When you have Dybala going to Chelsea sure, uh, for sure. you know so you much know money and all a, that stuff. You know what's kept a ton of these clubs alive though are these lucrative television deals, international television deals that have been garnered because these are traditional leagues with traditional fan bases. That money trickles down. That money. It's basically the way that baseball works, where. Uh, uh, the 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 teams that spend the most play the, pay the luxury tax, and that trickles down. It's why a team like the Rays has been able to beat up and slap the Yankees around for five, six, seven, eight years now. It's why they remain competitive. That's how these soccer leagues are made up. So now that the super leagues are the super leagues going to be created, that is a major source of ability to compete financially that is disappearing. This is going, Leo. This is going to kill teams. This is going to cause teams to go bankrupt, to cease to exist, and that is. The, one of the biggest problems amongst many with this Super League. It is going to destroy teams and therein destroy communities. And that's a major issue. And, and I, I totally take umbrage with that because I think that I, I couldn't agree more. I don't want to see those teams go like... Who wants to see a division of just 12 teams? It's going to be boring to see Manchester right. United the, play it's against gonna, them right. over so often. It's going to water down Messi versus Ronaldo. It's going to water down and appreciate the call, Pogba uh, versus Aguero. It's going to water these things down. You have these these unique matchups that you see once every two or three years, and now you're just going to see it each Wednesday in the fall. It's not going to make for fascinating television once you see it four, five, six different times. And you don't think this league will ever expand? If you can buy in. I'm sure it will. So but the plan's going to be. It's going to be. I love sitting on a Saturday. No, no, that's what I'm saying. You can't earn your way into it, Coquel. You don't earn your way into it. Stop be, being be so good. damned American. You can ah. earn your way. What do you think? These people didn't earn? You have to earn your money, earn your keep, get good enough. Find no, sponsors, no, 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 no. Find people who will buy into no. your organization and get in. No, 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 no. You're looking at it from a pure business. Uh, to sports to you. Is it a business or is it going on the field and competing and winning? What is the core point of sports for pro you? Pro sports is pro sports. It's professional. It's business. You are. Uh, it's what the, it is. Ken, okay. I love reading the newspaper. I don't go and I don't get the newspaper. I've moved along with the times. Great. These little clubs, you didn't make the cut. It's not going to happen anymore. You're not good enough. So fold it up. So, so, or just be in your little league or join it. Make a, if you're so good, make a super duper league that everybody wants to watch. 
Why don't they make their own? But that's the problem. You keep you keep going back and completely undercutting your argument. If you're so good, this has nothing to do with being it good. It clearly does. No, it, it has to do with how if you market yourself. If they were so yourself. good, no. people would want to watch them, Tottenham right? Tottenham Hotspur has not won a European championship in 60 years, but they built a new stadium if that has were, NFL games now, so they have the money to go into this Super League. If they were so good and people wanted to watch them, they could get people to pay for the TV rights. They can be, form their own league. They're That's not, good not enough. how it works. It well, if it, there's a good product, people will pay for it. That's complete nonsense. Complete nonsense. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. That doesn't work like that because I think that sports has gone into a star power realm that has completely undercut teams. People want to watch stars now, not teams. What do you want sports for, the star or the teams? 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Uncle Sam, Chris Coquel over here, taking the American side of sports, where apparently winning doesn't matter anymore. It's just, hey, can you get a beer company on board? Hey, can you hoodwink your fans into buying season tickets even though you know you're going to go 2-14 and 14 or 1-15? and 15? Hey, it's all about the bottom line, right? Nothing to do on the field. That's what Uncle Sam Coquel is going to try and tell you. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.